Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. I got my co-host here, Mr. JB. And uh we on we on we on to the Tennessee Titans this week, JB. So uh how you feeling about this week? And uh give me some um some uh, some some keys keys that you looking for for this week. Um, I think my position changed a little bit from uh, the last episode. Like I, I was, you know, I was. Hello. You there? Mm, sound like his mic got taken. Um. All right, so we got the Tennessee Titans this week. Um, it's a big game. Cannot lose back-to-back games this week, Ravens. You've got to pull this game out. Um, I pulled the injury report. Seems like the Ravens are going into this week pretty healthy. Um, I think the only person that's out tomorrow is Odafe Owe. Uh, Looks like they're going to get Morgan Moses back tomorrow. So it seems like either he's going to start tomorrow or, I mean, you got Patrick McCarty that back there as a backup. So, I don't know, maybe they're going to start Morgan, but Morgan Moses tomorrow. But that's a good sign for the offensive line because last week when Patrick McCarry went out, the offensive line kind of went – it kind of went to shits because um, Falele is just not good on the right side. To me, he's he's not good as a tackle, and I, I've said this several times. So having Morgan Moses back is huge, you know what I mean, to get him back because this Tennessee defensive line is, is pretty damn good. Um, so – Definitely want to see that back. Um, hopefully, Ronnie Stanley is uh, a little bit more healthier this week uh, because last week he just – he was not good last week. Gave him a lot of pressures. He just – he just he wasn't 100 – I guess we gave him a pass and he wasn't 100%, but uh, I, I don't know what's going on with that guy. So, um, what other are you than talking that, about? Uh, I was saying that, you know um, – Hopefully Ronnie Stanley is a little bit healthier this week because because uh, last week he just boo. he was ter- he was terrible. I mean he gave oh. up the most pressures on the offensive line. Listen, you know what I mean? so I don't know. Listen, Pete, I, and I've been saying this since we drafted the guy. Man, we are better off with this guy on the sideline. Um, yes, I, I think he shows flashes of what he could be and what the Ravens expected from him, but is when he's in the lineup and, and, and I don't know if it's because of his inconsistency in play, but when he's in the lineup, he, he causes us more drama than, um, than good things on the field. You, you know, if, if it's not him getting beat, um, by the guy that's across from him is, is him drawing, um, Oh man, he's having he's having some um, serious mic difficulties today. Um, yeah, so again, hopefully Ronnie is a little bit better this week, man. Because um, if Ronnie ain't good, I, I I mean I guess in my mindset I'm to the point where though the Ravens probably need to start looking towards getting their new left tackle. I think that the hundred million dollar man at left tackle is just—he's not that good, man. I don't know. 
maybe the injuries have caught up with him, so he's not the same same guy. Um, so I think that uh, the Ravens had to make some tough decisions on the offseason about that. But we're not talking about offseason right now. We're talking about the week with Tennessee Titans. So, again, like I said, the offensive line should be a lot more healthier than what they was last week. You're going to get Morgan Moses back. Um, Odell Beckham says he feels a little bit better this week than he felt last week. We're going to see. We're going to see because last week he caught one pass and then he ran to the tunnel because he was hurt. And he really wasn't a factor for the rest of the game. Um, so we're going to see how much healthy he is this week because um, he said he was feeling better. We're going to see. Um, I think I'm a little excited to see Keaton Mitchell this week. Uh, hopefully the Ravens play him this week because uh, I know in, in uh, preseason he, he had a nice burst and uh, he was – Looking good coming out of the backfield, a lot faster, more quicker back. So I would like to see what he looks in the offense because I don't know if Justin Hill's still dealing with injury or not, but um, I still like to see Key Mitchells out there. And I also want to see him in a uh, kickoff or a punt return. And you know what I mean? Because I just feel like Devin Duvernay just not pulling his weight when it comes to special teams anymore. I don't know what's wrong with Devin Duvernay. Not same player. Uh, he was a Pro Bowl pop returner, kickoff returner. He's not that right now. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. So I'd like to see Keith Mitchell back there, get a couple cracks at it, see what he can do. Maybe he could pop one, you know what I mean? And then also, you know, see him at running back and see what he looked like in that office because they need some more speed at running back. So it would be nice to see him get out there and see what um, he can do in this office because I um, – I think he's going to be an exciting player. Um, this is another week for Marlon. Uh, you know what I mean? He got another week to get healthy because last week he did not look good. He got beat on that touchdown pass by, you know, George Pickens beat him for the touchdown. So uh, this week, uh, hopefully he's much healthier than he was last week because, uh, you know, he got D-hop across from him this week. So, D-Hop is not as fast as Pickens is, but D-Hop is very physical, uh, very strong receiver, great hands. So, Marlins, I mean, it's still a test. It's not like it's going to be an easy one. It's still a test, you know what I mean? But I think uh, this is another week that gives him a chance to get himself back up to speed. So, hopefully, you know, this week he'll look a little bit better than when he looked last week. You know, um, who else? Uh, pass rush-wise, I don't know how long Odafe is going to be out. Uh, at this point, he's been out long enough where they could have just put him on IR. So I don't know why they didn't put him on IR. I mean, they went ahead and put uh, Ojabo on IR. So I don't know why they didn't put Odafe on IR. Because, I mean, he's been out just as long or as long as um, David Ojabo. So I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't know how much longer he's going to be out. But, I mean, if he's going to be out any more longer – Maybe you look towards putting him on our. I don't know. I, I don't know what so, uh, what they got going on inside of that building. Let me. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this, P, because you you said both of them went out at the same time. <clears throat> what are you expecting out of our defensive line um, over there across the pond without um, David Ajabo and Odafe Owe? Like like you think our defensive line can get pressure? You think our linebackers can get pressure other than um, <clears throat> other than uh, Agent Zero and and Pat Queen? Like like what do you think? So 
the Tennessee Titans had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. I think they give up like uh one that I think they give up the most sacks so far this year. If not right. the most sacks, they like top five. So my I mean, thinking logically, if you can't get sacks on these guys, then who are you gonna get sacks on? You know what I'm saying? So like if these guys are that bad and you're not getting sacks, then to me it's time to look in the mirror and maybe it's time for EDC and them to be looking to see if they can make a trade to get some real pass rusher here. Cause this would be a game where the Ravens should be able to get five, six sacks up front. So, I mean, you're going against offense a lot. It's not that good at pass blocking. So you should be able to dominate these guys up front and get sacks. So I'm looking for, I'm looking for some, some good pressure and some sacks. Um, because we already know, I mean, but Tannehill can run now, so we can't, like, overlook Tannehill because he will take off and run. You know what I mean? We do know he got a right. he will run. So we can't overlook that. So it's like you got to keep him in the pocket, and but, you know, don't over-pursuit because the guy can – he can move and he can run. But Tennessee Titans offensive line is pretty bad. So if the Ravens can't get sacks up front, man, EDC, it's time to get on the phone and see what you can do to make a trade or get somebody else in. Yeah. Yeah, so I I I kind of think um the casa need to go like he he need to dig in his bag, man. See like see what the trade and block is looking like, and and make some moves. Like you 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 did it last year with um with Asian Zero, and and he's been balling out um since. So the the Ravens are way are well capable of making these type of trades. Um, I, I think we just got to get on it now. I know, like a lot of national media right now is talking this this crazy talk about trading for Saquon Barkley, and you know, it's just just crazy stuff like that. I I, I don't think we need that guy. I mean, I, I I think if they go for it and and it works, then fine. But I don't think we we need him. And then you you know if 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 you pull the trigger on that trade, then what is the what do you get in return? Like Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a running back that is always injured. So I, I, I'm, you know, like somebody said, bring him in because this is what we was going to do with um, with J.K. Dobbins as as far as cr- creating space like out the backfield. And, um, but I, I think I think at this time we don't need to pursue uh, Saquon Barkley. It, it would be nice to, to you know to have somebody of that um, stature on um, on the team, but. Again, like uh, like everybody has been saying the last couple months, the best um, ability is availability, and Saquon um, Barkley is almost never in the game. Um, so, but other than that, then you have uh, Tennessee's top receiver. Like I was saying before, I got cut off. Um, Traylon Burke, like he's he's hurt, so he, he's that's, out. That's, that's not their top receiver. Well, he, he he's their number one. Yeah, I know. No, he's D-hop. not. Oh. D-hop was on, number one. D-hop yeah, well, number one. yeah, yeah. Well, he 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 was that number one receiver going into the season, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So with D-hop, what the Ravens should do, and they they should the entire game just just run a cover two, um, shell. You know, you you have a um a, a hobbled Marlon Humphrey who's you know his second game back. You don't want to risk further injury, but you don't want to put him in a position where, you know, he he has to be the man when he's messed up on D. So I I, I would like to see the Ravens in a in a, um, 
in, in a cover two shell pretty much the whole game. And hopefully, like you said, P, like the, um, the defensive line um, should be able to get pressure on um, Brian Tannehill. Um, but I, I, I think it's going to be a dog fight, man. Uh, I honestly want to see Marlon Humphrey play man on on Hop. The reason why I say that is because Hop is not fast. And he's physical, and so is Marlon. It's just like Marlon played against Mike Wiggins when he played against the Chargers. He had a big receiver that's physical, but not as fast. And Marlon plays well with with receivers that way. He's very, is very physical at at the line, and he's not as fast. So that fits right into Marlon's area. It's just gonna be, it's just gonna be one on one. I'm not worried about him getting beat over top because Dehab just don't have the speed to beat Marlon over top. So it should be it should be one on mano mano and whoever makes the play, pretty much. And I think that that will allow them to be able to run other things out of that if Marlon can man up on Dehop because I think that helps their defense more. Absolutely. He, Absolutely. Can, you know what I'm saying? I it, with with Pickens. No, you don't man up. You, you freaking like you say you run your cover too. But with with D Hop, I'm okay with running man because I don't fear D Hop beating me over the top. And that gives that even still that gives me the opportunity to maybe send five or six, knowing that I got Marlon that can play man coverage on D Hop. You know what I mean? So I'd rather play a little bit more man this game than the you know what I mean I mean still run some cover too, but I still would rather play a little bit more man because I trust Marlon against D-Hop more than I trust him against uh, George Pickens. So I looked at Tennessee's uh, injury report. Yes, Traylon Burks is out. Uh, they have three guys that's out. Two of the guys, uh, I'm not too familiar with these Lee, guys. Lee Guilford, linebacker. Yeah. Um, he and didn't practice all week. And there's another guy that they got out. I forget what his name was. Elijah Molden. Yeah. Cornerback. He's been out all week. Right. So, and it, I looked at Jeffrey Simmons was limited all week. Yeah. He's been which limited. Means, which means pretty much nothing to me because he's going to play on Sunday. So, I'm not looking at that like, okay, he's hurt. No, he's going to play on Sunday. So, I'm not looking at that any other way. But Traylon Burks being out another week. Um, to me, that's that's detriment to their offense because it's like you're relying on D Hop, which hit D last week was his first actual game where he finally cracked a hundred yards this year. And then who else do you have besides D Hop? You know, in your passing game, you know what I mean. So it's like that. To me, that that puts a the chokehold on their offense, and I think that's what has been doing. That's why I say if we focus on playing man with Marlon with D Hop and my defensive line creates great pressure and also stop the run. This game should be to me a easier a easy pickings game. It's just a matter of you gotta have an attitude and want to to come out here and want to play that way. And I believe with Roquan he's gonna come out with an attitude to be able to stop Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Because to me this game is about stopping Derrick Henry, D Hop, and making sure that Tannehill does not run all over you. If you could do those three games three things tomorrow I say this game should be easy pickings for you. You should be able to play great defense and be able to put points up. Like I said, the, the most that fears me is is Jeffrey Simmons against Linderbaum. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is a big dude, he's strong, powerful, and he can get after it. And that's pressure straight up in Lamar Jackson's face. So Lindenbaum is going to have to really dig in. You know what I mean? He's going to have to – He's going to have to, you know, hold his own because he's going to have to be, man, because Jeffrey Simmons, it's not, it's not easy. You know what I mean? That guy can beat you up. That guy can get around you. He's physical. He's fast. He's smart. He's savvy. He's a great, he's a great uh, defense lineman. So, Linda Barn, this is how you earn your money. This is how you earn your respect of your teammates. This is these these are the the matchups that you want. These are the ones you want to be tested with to show how good you are as a center. So that that's the main thing that fears me on a, you know from what Tennessee brings. But I believe defensively we should be able to handle them. I'm not saying with ease, but I'm saying that if they come in with that mentality to shut D up. Derrick Henry and keep Tannehill in that pocket, I think we should be able to make Tannehill make mistakes, get sacks, and be able to play great defense. So that's what I'm looking at from the defensive side. Offensively, I think I think I think Todd Munkin gotta come out early, JB, and they gotta throw the ball early. Throw the ball. Absolutely. And the reason why I say that is because you got to build the confidence back into your receivers. Yes, it's great to say that. You know what I'm saying? You got to build that confidence back up. It was a, a rough week for them last week. They've been talking about it all week. They had heard about it all week. They've been asked questions about them dropping passes all week. So it'd be nice to get them out there early, you know, start some passes, get them the passing game going, let them build that confidence and get them going early. Because if you do yeah. that, then the game will flow better. Yeah, yeah. It'd be about, absolutely. What, what I don't want to see them do, though, is is um, force feed guys, you know what I mean, to the point where it, it becomes predictable. You know what I mean? I, I want to see them keep the defense um, as honest as possible. I, I would like to see um, Lamar, if it's not there, you know, figure out something else. Like he, he's going to have to play a little bit smarter in, in, instead of just just waiting for the um, guys to get open. I, I think that other thing too. I, I think um, I know a, a lot of a lot of national media has has slammed Lamar um, for various reasons, and we, we're not going to do that um, on this podcast. But um, what I will say is that. Um, Lamar has to more than more than trusting his receivers. He got to trust himself. Like he he just got to put the ball up and expect that his receivers are gonna go up and and make a play on the ball. Um, you know, it's 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 you know we almost in um, halfway through the season, right? So we we you know we, we got knock off all, all all that dust. You know what I mean? From from him just sitting and not playing, and you just gotta go out there and read and react, man. Just 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 use your natural um, abilities to to go out there and make the plays we know um, that he can make. Um, and then I, I think that's it. I, I think we, we gotta play smart. With uh, so let me ask you this, B. Um, uh, like all week they've been talking about Odell Beckham. Is, is is this it? Is this it for him? And you know he he seems like he's real resilient and you know has a you know good spirit and you know trying to get out there and and, and helping us win. But um, for my first question is like, do you think that 
you know, throughout his career, he's been um, injury prone. And um, do you think that this is like, like this is it? Like if he doesn't bounce back from this injury, which I think is, is only an ankle, uh, only an ankle injury, but if he don't bounce back from this, do you think his, his career may be over? So initially going into the season, I thought this was was his last hurrah. I thought he was going to try to push it as much as he could, try to get to a Super Bowl and try to win one and, you know, ride out on the sunset. Um, I feel like Odell Beckham has been injury-prone because when he came into the league, injured, remember that. You know what I mean? He missed the first couple games with the Giants. And then he came out and he had that that one hand catch and he had a good game and his season, you know, flourished after that. And then his sophomore year, he came out and he was, you know, lighting the league on fire. Um he got with Cleveland, he got injured. Uh he's just been injured a lot. So I would call his his career, yes, more injury prone. Um he just he just had some bad injuries, especially with his his Achilles, you know, his ACL, all that. He just has had bad injuries with that, and that has kind of hindered his career. And when you look at him today, he's just not as explosive as he used to be. He's not that same Odell Beckham that you're used to. So an ankle injury like this is going to slow him down even more, which in my mind, I don't know why the Ravens and Odell Beckham or trying to rush and try to get yourself back on the field. For me, they got enough receivers where Odell Beckham, I'm going to be honest with you, you could just sit it out and just get get 100%. Because at least if you give it 100%, if at least if you get to 100%, you know what I mean, then you can really push yourself and see how far you can go with the 100%. But if you like 80%, you know what I mean, with where you where you are at the stage of your career, eighty percent for you, one bad little small injury, you could be done. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'd rather I'd rather my hundred percent than, you know, like a eighty percent saying, Yeah, I'm good, I can make it work. But then you're not you're still not that good because you've already lost some of your explosion. So Right. Right. You know See, I, mean? I would I would I would love for us to sit him down, like let him rehab and let him get a hundred percent like you said and use him for the back end of the schedule, which which is which is pretty rough. It's, it's, it's a pretty you know, we have a pretty rough back end of our schedule. So I, I would I would love for them to sit him out like these next two, maybe three, um and, and let him fully heal. Or like if, if if he's activated, keep you know, keep his reps limited. You know, I I don't want to see him playing 30, 40 snaps. I want to say maybe maybe half that, maybe fifteen to one. Um, yeah, but I I think I think like, like you said, P. I think his I think him coming here was thinking this was his last arrive and he can get one, help Lamar win one. Um, that's what I think it is. I, I think that's why he's um, trying to rush back because he he wants to help Lamar get to that next level. Um, but it's, it's just not. Well, I'm not gonna say he's not in the cars, but he he just needs to get back to his full capability. Yeah, I mean he's he's got to he's got to get healthy 
because when he's not healthy with where he is in the stage of his career, it just it, it's not good for him. You know what I'm saying? Like you, he you're dealing with an ankle so that's that's not good for a receiver to be dealing with ankle injury because you need you need your ankle. So it's like if you ain't 100 percent your ankle is messed up. You're not going to be able to cut like you want to, make those different type of moves that you want to. You got to, like, you got to be 100%. So, I mean, I don't know what – I don't know why Odell Beckham is forcing himself to be in this type of position, and I understand that he wants to prove himself. You know, he wants to get out there with his teammates to prove himself and show that he can still do it. But do it at 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think – I don't think fans are going to be mad that he's sitting out because he's not healthy. And I mean, if you are, I mean, they probably going to say he's stealing money on it, but you rather him stealing money right now or go out there and injure himself and be done for the whole season. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to pick your poison, man. Like, I just think that it's smarter to let him sit out and get healthy. Um, I mean, you got other guys that can catch the football. You know what I mean? You could get, you could get Nelson Aguilar in there and let him start playing. You know, you still got Zay Flowers. You still got Mark. So and you still got Isaiah Likely, so you can you still got guys that can that can get the job done. I just think that it might be smarter to give him some time. He he seems like he needs a little bit more time. He's not there yet. But moving on from from Odell Beckham, I was sitting here talking a little bit, uh, JB, about uh, Keaton Mitchell. I think this might be the first week that we get a chance to see Keaton Mitchell. Um, very fast, shifty running back. I would I wouldn't mind seeing him on maybe a little bit of pump return or some special teams and then maybe get a couple reps in the backfield. So uh tell me how you feel about Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely high on Keaton Mitchell, man. Like I was I was glad when we um when we picked him up. Uh like you said, like we we gotta like what what is it gonna hurt? to just throw him in a lineup and, and, and see what he can get. Like it's it def he's definitely a change of pace running back um from Gus Edwards and um and uh Justice Hill. So like I, I would I would like to see um a, a a three back committee like with him, man. Like if if you saw what he did uh preseason, right? Like he I mean he was decent. And he like I said, I I, I like him. I wanna I wanna see him get more reps. Um, I, I would, I mean, I, like you said, special teams or something, but I, I would like for them to get with the rail and understand, you know what I mean? You need to have as many good personnel on the field as possible. Like stop, stop keeping them on the practice squad. Stop keeping them on the sideline. Like they, they made the 53 man roster for a reason. Put them in the game and, and see what they can do. Yeah. I mean, your running backs already been fumbling, so how? I mean, how much worse could it be? You know what I'm saying? Right. If the kid right. did come in and fumble. Shoot, Justice Hill didn't fumble, Drake didn't fumble. You know what I mean? Like these guys already fumbled, so it's like you might as well get a kid, get kid a shot. You know what I'm saying? I, that's how I see it. There's no need to hold him back. Give him a shot and see what he can do. Like you said, he looked great in preseason. He had bursts a lot faster. They need some more speed on the field. You know what I'm saying? I, I, they need a lot more speed on the field to be able to to be able to open this offense up more. So I would love to see the kid get on the field, get a couple carries, and see what he can bring to the table. And I think this is the perfect game to put him in there and see what you got. You know what I'm saying? Justice Hill still dealing with the injuries that he has. You know what I mean? It's, and like you said, it's a change of pace back from Gus Edwards. You need that. You know what I mean? So 
I would love to see them out there and see what they do. Knowing John Harbaugh, they just like to give their young guys like a couple, maybe a couple snaps here and there. But if he's playing well, don't just limit to his snaps. Let him keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, give keep him, feeding, give him, keep feeding yeah. him, Like, I just hate when John don't give these these cats enough opportunity. You know yeah, what I mean? I, 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 was, I was just great to say that, P. Like, I, I think – like we we are one of the only few teams where um, the the coaches are just giving guys reps be because that's what it says on paper. Like like when you when you get a guy going, you, you shouldn't want to take him out the game. Like like yeah, like I understand. Like you want to make sure that they don't get tired. But we have a plethora of running backs. Like like these guys eat, and that that, that was one of the frustrations with um with that JK had uh, the last couple of seasons, like when, when he started cooking, as soon as he started cooking, like he would get pulled and they would put Gus in or, or whatever, like keep feeding the dog, man. As, as, as long as they eat and keep feeding them, man. So I, I, I would just love, <clears throat> like I said, I, I would love for all, for all the guys, like if, if, if they can run um, on this uh, Tennessee defense, let them run. But also I, I would like to see, um, uh, Tog Muckton, like like you mentioned, put it in the air, like the the first couple series. Like, like we don't want to see uh, run on first down, run on second down, and then throw for the third down and don't get it and have to punt. That's you know that that's that's been the Ravens' motto for <laughs> for I don't know how many years. You know what I mean? But like now we actually have a quarterback that can throw the ball downfield, that can run. We have receivers that can go in. Uh, make plays. We got to get these guys opportunities. And, yeah, and and I'll you know get out of that pedestrian offensive look because it's not a good look. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they need to come out and pass the ball. I mean, I think you got to get these guys. To me, when you get these guys going early, and you because because to me this is. This, this is another game like the Colts. This is another game where as though you don't play with your food, you get you sit at the table, eat your food, and, and and move on. So you come out early, you punch the Titans in their mouth, strap them down, beat them, and move on. You don't hold on and lollygag through the game and carry on and make mistakes and do stupid stuff because then they beat you late. And, and you don't want to be in that type of situation. You want to be in a situation where you're handling the game and you're manhandling the team. That's what happened last week. They came out early, and they were good early, and then they just relaxed late. They made mistakes, and they couldn't get themselves together because of the mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, take care of your business early so you can be on the sideline chilling late. I just – I the Ravens got to find their identity. They have not found their identity yet. All season. All season. They need to know who they are on offense. You know what I mean? And in my opinion, it it starts with Lamar. And again, I'm not Lamar bashing, but I I need, instead of um, showing the video of him slamming his helmet down on the ground out of frustration, I want to see you go out there like, Coach, give me the ball. Give me the ball. Like, I'm 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 going to pick up this first down. I'm going to do it. But see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want Lamar to be Superman no more. I want, I want the guys around him to make plays. To make the plays. When Lamar puts you in position and he gets you the ball, make the play. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather Lamar be Superman when I need him to be Superman and then take over. So, like, if we're dominating, like, 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 okay, it's a playoff game, right? And say the game is tight and the score is, uh, say the score is 21-21. We got the drive uh, to go in to win the game. Two minutes left. Okay, Lamar, put your cape on then. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want you to put your cape on. But to have to come out there and, and put your cape on the whole game to win the game, I'm tired of that. Like, I need these guys to step up. Mark Andrews, I need you to step up. Isaiah Likely, I need you to step up. Zay Flowers, I need you to do your job. And Bateman, I need you to either step up or get off the field. One or the uh, other. Uh, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, these look. are things I need from, from the players. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no longer, oh, we believe in Lamar, let Lamar. No. Playmakers are supposed to make plays. You call yourself a playmaker. You say you're the number. You say you're a top five tight end. Show me you're a top five tight end. Show me that. That's what I need out of you. You say you are you are a first round draft pick wide receiver. Show me why you're a first round draft pick wide receiver. Like show me these type of things. I, I need Lamar to wear the cape when it's late, and I need him to get me the last push. But when it's games like this, I need the players to make plays. That's how well, I feel. Well, well, he 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 didn't uh, put the cape on the last series, the last game. Yeah, because he because he always wearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I, like sometimes, I, yeah, I agree. Sometimes Superman get tired. Get tired, you know absolutely, absolutely, man. So, absolutely. so, so I need, I need, I need my my Robins to back me up. But you you, you know who that start with too, P? That. That's not what your head coach, John Harbaugh, man. Uh, let's not even go there. <laughs> we, we we not we not. But I'm just saying, like it it, it's, it starts with him, and you know every, everything starts at the top. I w- I would like to see him and Todd Monkton put that offense in a position to win. But like it, like they they need to be able to coach in critical times. Like like for instance, last week, and it seemed like every week where we have an early turnover, whether it's a fumble, whether it's an interception, guys just go dormant, you know, and they, they just get down on themselves and they, they start playing poorly. And I think as as a coach, you have to, one, you have to see that. Like, you have to say, oh, well, like, what's going on with my guys? And then you, you, you have to address it. Now, I, I did see, I, I will say this about John Harbaugh, I, 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 did, I did see a... Um, a clip where he like he was in the in the offensive uh in the faces of the offensive guys and telling them like come on like we gotta hang in there so like it it was good for me to 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 see that side of hardball and and know that he's not always just standing on the, on the sideline with those crazy faces um but yeah it it, it starts like, I mean everybody has to play um lights out and everybody has to be focused like the one one thing that kind of I ain't gonna say piss me off, but like upset me a little bit. Like you know, they the guys left for London on Monday, and since then I I just been seeing like so many clips and snippets of of them like you know playing like these little accent games. Like do your best London accent or what's your best restaurant in London to visit? Like no, I, I don't. I mean, if you, if you do that on your own time, do that. I don't. I don't want. That's not as a fan. I don't want to see that. I want to see y'all 
practicing. I want to see y'all getting close and, and tight nicks and, and gelling. So when, when it's game time and that and that whistle is blown, you, you can go ahead and you can go out there and fight for your brother. Like and, and that's what I kind of think it is. I think right now it's not a cohesive brothership right now. I think it's still doubts in a lot of their you know, a lot of guys' minds like can they get it done? Well, I don't know, John, because from, from what I heard and the effort coming from the Ravens camp, they had a 45-minute team meeting where guys got stuff off their chest. So hopefully in that team meeting, they express their concerns, they express how they felt, they express what they expected, they express that, hey, man, we better than this, than what we've been doing. And and maybe they express to the coaches, like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all need to believe in us more or whatever. I don't know. The right play call, something. But whatever it may be, I hope in that 45-minute set down when they got to London, I hope they was able to air all the laundry and get it out and and and, and come together as a team and, and, and say, listen, we need to fix this and we need to get these things right. And the only way we're really going to be able to tell is when the, when at 9 o'clock tomorrow, when they kick off, we're gonna see what team we're gonna get in that first in that first part of that game. Because either we're gonna get a team that's that's sitting there ready to go, that's locked in, or we're gonna get a team that's lackadaisical and lazy and just think that they can go out there and just win off a of talent and and they still stuck in their heads from the last week. Because I would hope they right. pass pass last week. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, we're gonna see, John. We're gonna see. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna see. We definitely gonna see. So hopefully that forty five meeting, forty five minute meeting did something for those guys. Cause I just can't sit here and see the same thing over and over again. You know, I was talking to my dad this week, and he was saying, <laughs> he said like everybody else, man. He said tired of John Harbaugh. He said, man, this kid, if this keep going the way he's going, is going, he need to be fired. So I mean, people starting to call for Harbaugh's head, and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, I I think. I think uh, a couple years ago, I think all three of them should have left at the same time. Wink, him, Wink, and Giro should have left at the same time. And if really, if it wasn't for that MVP season that Lamar had, like that's the season that actually saved Harbaugh's job. No, no, but, well, it's the season before. Well, that. the season before, yeah, the season before. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, mm, yeah. Because you figure if Joe Flacco. Doesn't get hurt. Doesn't get hurt. Lamar never touched the field, and mm-hmm. that's a losing season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's probably that's probably the end of John Harbaugh at that point. Yeah. I mean, but at this point, we can't really dwell on it anymore. We just gotta let this play out. So honestly, the best I can say is, hopefully, these guys will be coached up tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow it won't be like it was the last time they was in London when they got smoked. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you know, these guys come out here fired up. Hopefully they they the ones doing the smoking. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what I want to see. Now, my next question to you is, JB, how much concern do you have about these guys playing on this this at this Astro turf tomorrow? Um if if it was their first time playing on it, I I would say um, there will be um, stresses of concern. Um, I think 
and I, I think they'll be fine playing on it. I, I would I would say this though. Um, I actually liking what I'm seeing from the NFLPA um, for them pushing to um, replace a lot of the turf and um, artificial grass with uh, natural grass. Like I like I, I hope um, that that is actually something that um that that gets done. They said they're gonna start pushing forward in um, 2024. <clears throat> um, I mean, but this is to, a, this is this yeah, is yeah, 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 this is in London. Yeah, so like I, I know like a, a lot of a lot of great soccer teams, you know, play have played on that field. So um, you know, and they they do a lot more um, you know, as far as torquing is concerned and you know, just cutting up and down the field and you know, it's it's not to my knowledge. Uh I haven't seen like a lot of injuries from guys. Um, well, you know, last week what's the name from the Bills broke his leg on that field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I do know that. Um, but I, I, I think, hold on, I, I, I think that that field in particular is built for speed. Um, and we just got to hope and pray that none of our guys get injured, which is another reason why, you know, I, I kind of said, you know, we, we both kind of said, let's wind it down on, um, on, um, OBJ and, um, keep him, you know, just, just keep him on the sideline for, um, a, a little bit of time. Like, you know, he doesn't have to play 30, 40 snaps. Let him play 15, 20. I just don't him. think that turf is, is good for his ankle, man. No, it's not. It's not. So he, mm-hmm. he'll probably be yeah, he'll probably be heavily taped, which will probably slow him down a, a little bit more. Um, I, I would like to see him be a, a, a true possession receiver. Like, 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 you know, that third and short. You know, him, him and Zay and uh, Mark Andrews you know, like cutting across the field. Ronnie Stanley with that, that brace on his knee concern <laughs> concern it concerns you tomorrow too. Yeah, you know listen. Man? I listen, with Ronnie Stanley, it, it don't matter what type of field he plays on. Like I don't yeah, I, I don't have too much faith in that guy. Um but I mean like I I I, I hear where you're coming from. But yeah, I, I just, just I want guys to come out healthy tomorrow. I I just I I really hope that we can come out of this game clean. Even the Titans, I want the Titans players to come out clean. I don't want this field to be a, a because if it is, then the NFL, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to if you if you want to do these London games in the NFL, you're gonna have to invest in building your own stadium. Oh uh, yeah. For those guys to play in and play on those type of fields, because you you can't put your guys on these type of fields and and getting these guys injured. So they really need to look into this. I think it would be smarter for them to try to build their own stadium in London and use that stadium for their games, because you know you put these guys on these turfs and 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 these guys are getting injured. I feel bad for the Buffalo Bills losing Matt Milano last week. With his knee, he broke his, you know, he broke his leg or whatever, and, and it's just, it's not good. It's yeah, not you good. You don't want to see a guy get hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that field, is it is nothing but concrete underneath with carpet on top. So it's not, it's not a nice place to fall on. You know what I mean. So that's 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 one of my concerns for both teams. And you know what I mean, it's just not just the Ravens. I have concerns for the Titans too, because I would like to see those guys come out healthy too. You know what I mean? We, we never was injury on players. We want players to be able to get out there and play because 
That's what you want to see. You want to see the best players go against each other. So I don't want to. I don't wish injuries on no players. So that's that's one of my concerns. So I I just got a couple keys for tomorrow that I just wanted to run through. Really, um, my keys for the offense is I want them to start fast with the passing game. Get out, get going. You know what I mean, Lamar. Get your get your receivers in the game. Get them involved. Um, offensive line. Um, have a better game than you had last week. You know what I mean? I know you watched the tape. Throw that tape away now. The tape's gone. Let's let's come out and have a better game than we had last week. Uh, let's find a way to not allow Jeffrey Simmons to wreck the game. Because last week, we allowed Howard Smith and TJ Watt to wreck the game, which I talked about last week that were keys that we should not allow. So this week is Jeffrey Simmons. Let's not allow Jeffrey Simmons to to wreck our game because because it's obvious one man can wreck our game because it, they did it last week. So offensive line, let's. I need you guys to be together as a unit, and I need you to play better and smart football. Uh, my third thing is let's let's get the young. It, it, let's let's not go away from the run game. Let's open that up too. You know what I'm saying? I think when we get into tight situations, sometimes we get a little bit. Two pass happen, we still forget to run the football. And I think we still need to be able to run the football because I think the passing game, to me, our passing game should be most so prolific that it opens up our running game. So I think that we should have some good running lanes tomorrow to be able to, you know, move the football down the field. No, no, flip side for the defense. I, I think I want the defense tomorrow to be a, just a, a tad bit more aggressive. And I think they have the ability tomorrow to be a little bit more aggressive with with what the Titans offense is. Because the Titans offense doesn't scare me as much. So I feel like they can be a little bit more aggressive. You know what I mean? You don't have a bunch of speedy receivers over there. So I feel like you should be able to cover tighter and play a little bit more aggressive. Um, I, w- I would love for my defensive line to create a lot of pressure. Like get after Ron Tannehill. Because when you get at the Ron Tannehill, he makes he makes a lot of terrible mistakes. I mean, to the point where so he starts to look like a rookie. So if we can get after him tomorrow and bring the pressure that we need, I feel like we can really make him look bad. You know what I mean? So let's get after Tannehill tomorrow, make him look bad. Corner step up, play a tighter tighter role on the defensive side. JB, you got any keys before we get out of here today? Uh, my keys are simple. I want to see every facet of um, of the game have a uh, have a great game. Like I, I want the offense. I want I'm on the offense. I'm calling out Zay Flowers. Like this is your game, my friend. Like you you have to re- redeem yourself. Go out there and and put the league on notice. Let them know that the re- that the Ravens drafted you for a reason that Lamar Jackson wanted you for a reason. So go out there, redeem yourself, and have a good game. On the defense side of the ball, I'm looking at Pat Queen. You know, he's, he's been playing lights out since Roquan Smith has gotten there. Um, I'm actually cheering for the guy. I, I want the guy to, to get his bag. Um, 
hopefully him and the Ravens can work things out in the offseason uh, where he can probably play for less than what he's asking for. Um, but that will be at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I, I want to see him continue to ball out and 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 make heads up plays. On the special teams, uh, you mentioned his name earlier, P. I want to see uh, Devin DuVernay. Um, go out there and, and and get things done. Like I know you can. I've been I've been lobbying for this guy to to get in the mix with the wide receiver core as well. Um, he's well capable of it on the offensive side of the ball and special teams. Um, I want to see Hallball um, put um, Justin Tuck on the field. I mean, in a position to win on the field and 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 not just go for it, um, making it seem like you don't believe in your uh, your kicking. So, like, I, I want to see guys on all three phases um, play lights out, and hopefully, we can we can leave with the dub. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for tonight, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys for coming out tonight, uh, for coming in, listening to the Only One Ravens podcast. Uh, we will be back with you on Monday night to break down the game from London. Hopefully, when we break down the game from London, it will be a victory and uh, the Ravens will get themselves back on track because after that, they got the Detroit Lions. So this game is very important. They got to get this win uh, to get themselves back on track because when Detroit comes into Baltimore, it's not going to be an easy game. So uh, I appreciate you guys for coming out tonight, and uh, we'll catch you on Monday night. Peace out. Holla.